Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Sometimes movies or books will use a plot device where the person you are expecting isn't the person that you get. There's a knock at the door, you're expecting the boyfriend, but it turns out to be the bad guy instead. Or you're expecting the nerdy girl to show up at the party, but as it turns out, she got a total makeover and now looks completely different. There's a whoa moment as your expectations get adjusted, as you get used to the new information, as you're forced to look at the situation in a new way. Our author John has a major moment of this as he encounters Jesus face to face for the first time. Here's Revelation chapter 1 verses 9 through 16. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the Isle of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet which said, Write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me, and when I turned I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like a son of man dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. So here John lays out for us the context of the book. He is under house arrest of sorts on the island of Patmos in the Mediterranean Sea, not too far from present-day Turkey. He's been exiled there because of his Christian witness. And on the Lord's Day, Sunday, he is in the Spirit. He is connecting with and communing with God and is immersed in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And while he is thus connected, a tremendous vision begins to unfold. It begins with Jesus telling him to start writing and to send this writing to seven churches which we will revisit in the days to come. The Jesus that John sees isn't maybe the Jesus one would have expected. This is not the humble and lowly carpenter from Galilee with dirty hands and feet and all of the trappings of his human form. Of course, this is that Jesus, but this is also the glorified and resurrected Jesus shining in all of his glory in his heavenly divine nature. The imagery is grand and even frightening, bronze and fire and rushing waters. It all speaks to his majesty and his power, the glory that radiates from God like light radiates from the sun. The sword coming out of his mouth will be revisited later in the book of Revelation. It speaks to the power of his word, what God is able to accomplish merely by speaking it out. Right off the bat, we are confronted with the glory of Jesus, who is fully God, and being fully God, who is meant to be both loved and feared. Not feared in the sense of walk around scared of, but feared in the sense of reverence, awe at his awesome power, fear of the fact that he holds our life and our death and our eternity in his hands. Loved because of his goodness and his grace to us, 
feared and revered because of his awesome power and glory. For your consideration today, which way do you lean more naturally, towards the love of God or the fear of the Lord? Both are good, both are biblical, neither are wrong, but whichever side you naturally lean towards, take some time to consider the other side. Meditate on that today. Ask the Lord to teach you something new today that you didn't know before as you let your mind dwell on these things. Mm -hmm.